Welcome into Duval Daily, presented by GenJag.com. I'm Jordan DeLugo. Thank you so much for being here on Monday, May 22nd. Jaguars' first OTA practice available to the media happened earlier today. It is in the books. We'll talk about it here on this edition of Duval Daily. We've got some housekeeping. No pads at OTAs, okay? So you're not seeing a lot of hitting, a lot of big collisions, anything like that. You need to keep that in mind. And OTAs, they are voluntary, okay? So not everybody's out there. Not everybody needs to be out there. You know, different guys have different things going on. Contracts, suspensions, etc. We'll talk about it all. Um, but this is the only practice that we will be able to attend this week. We as media, uh, there will be a practice each week of the next three weeks where the media will be allowed to attend. Uh, but the Jaguars, they will be practicing. They will be getting in work uh, over the next three weeks leading up to mandatory minicamp. And then, of course, they'll have a break and then training camp and then it's full go full steam ahead towards the preseason and regular season that's kind of how the schedule will break down this is not again no pads not everybody's there this is not where you make grand assessments of where a team is at right that can kind of start to come during training camp and the preseason but there's still plenty to talk about here no cam robinson who's rehabbing from injury and is set to be suspended Doug Peterson mentioned today he has no information or word from the league on when they'll find out how long that suspension will be. So that's kind of just in limbo right now. That situation, we'll see how it all plays out. Cam Robinson, starting left tackle for the Jaguars, will be suspended, it looks like, for the start of the regular season for violating the league's performance-enhancing drugs policy. But again, no word on how long that suspension will be. No Evan Ingram. He's in the contract situation right now. The Jaguars placed the franchise tag on him. Um, has not signed the franchise tag yet. According to Trent Balky, the two sides are trying to work towards a longer-term deal, you know, a multi-year deal. But Evan Ingram, who was a pivotal part of the Jaguars' success down the stretch in 2022, not at OTAs just yet. We'll see how that plays out over the course of the next few weeks and months, potentially regarding Evan Ingram, but Press Taylor, Jaguars offensive coordinator, he said whenever Evan Ingram does show up, whether that's you know later on, mandatory minicamp, training camp, whatever it is, they have no concerns with what he is going to bring to the table with the work he's putting in this offseason to get himself ready for the 2023 season. No Josh Allen, which is a bit of a surprise to me. Anyways, I'm not sure why. There's myriad reasons that a guy could not be at OTAs, voluntary OTAs, but he was not there. Usually a guy that is there for everything for the Jaguars, and I don't want to speculate on why he isn't there. But just wanted to share with you that Josh Allen was not there. So you did see, you know, Caleb Von Chase on on the field a little bit more. You did see Yasir Abdullah, obviously Trayvon Walker. Kind of illustrates where the Jaguars are at depth-wise with their edge group. Other than that, though, very close to full participation here at Voluntary OTAs. Doug Peterson mentioned it. Last year, Doug Peterson gave the vets off of mandatory minicamp after a really good, productive, and and highly participated in voluntary OTAs leading up to mandatory minicamp. I think it's possible that you could see that again this year. It's just going to be up to Doug Peterson. We'll see how it all plays out. But he is happy with the overall participation, again, in voluntary OTAs. As I mentioned, this is the only practice this week that media will be allowed to attend. We will be back out there next week for one practice and the following week for another practice leading up to minicamp. Got to start it off with Trevor Lawrence and Calvin Ridley. Trevor was really sharp, as he should be, right? 
This is now the point in his career where we don't need to chart his completions and incompletions and touchdowns and interceptions during practice anymore. I'm not going to be doing that this year because it's just not necessary. Trevor Lawrence is now a quarterback that has arrived. He's a quarterback that's looking to take the step from really, really good to great. And I think he looked exactly how you would expect him to look out there today. Athletic, live arm, full of energy. And yes, targeting Calvin Ridley quite a bit. Calvin Ridley, he just moves different. When you see him running through the drills with the other wide receivers, the ladder drill, different things like that, he has a different way of moving, kind of an unorthodox way of moving. And guys that move like that, they make it really difficult for defensive backs because you just don't quite know where they're going, what they're doing. And I think... You know, obviously Calvin Ridley has proven himself in this league, but people wanted him to, you know, reprove himself now that he's been off for a year because of the suspension, of course, which had nothing to do with playing football. Light day overall for him. They did have him, you know, doing some things off to the side at times, which was not, in my opinion, any in any way suggestive of an injury. I think they're just ramping Calvin Ridley back in and back up to to full speed and and they just don't want to push it too hard. I think you'll see that with a lot of different guys. Uh, but did get some work in during 11th, during the team period of this practice. Every time 16 threw the ball towards Agent Zero, he hauled it in. I believe it was three times during the team portion of practice. And he had a beautiful grab over the middle. Where you just see the ability to go up and snatch the football out of the air. I talk about late hands a lot. Calvin Ridley is able to use late hands. And what that does is it doesn't give the defender any indication onto where the ball is, when it's gonna get there. If you're able to flash your hands late, go up and snag it out of the air, it just makes you a lot more difficult to cover. It makes it a lot easier for your quarterback to get the football to you. Calvin Ridley looked awesome. And again, yes, this is in shorts, this is not in pads. But you've seen Calvin Ridley in pads on the football field in the NFL, and you've seen him do it at an extremely high level. You've got Devontae Adams talking about him being a top five wide receiver. This is a guy that looks like he is ready for a massive comeback year. Could not be more excited for Calvin Ridley. Uh, Caleb on chase on to start team period. He did jump on the first team snap was out there probably because Josh Allen's not here. Uh, But kind of funny to see that unfortunate for him, but. He'll, he'll be fine, I think. Overall, though, to start teams, the defense came out really hot. Adam Gotsis was doing a really good job getting into the backfield, and you've seen that throughout his career. Had Rayshon Jenkins breaking up a pass. Um, the defense just came out kind of flying around. You like to see it. Did see Britton Strange with a one-handed grab in the um, – you know, offense-only portion of the practice, one-handed grab over the middle. It was pretty sick. A couple of us were just sitting there like, oh, okay. That's what type of player we're dealing with here. So it was good to see from him. Um, as I mentioned, Adam says he got pressure, uh, was able to blow up a screen, was able to get a would-be sack as well. So he looked really good. Yasir Abdullah going up against Anton Harrison. They've faced it off against each other now quite a bit, going back to rookie minicamp. He was able to get an early pressure. I think he's going to continue to look like a problem for offensive tackles because you're used to going up against a, an edge player that's you know probably 6'3 to 6'6. You see Abdullah gets in there. He's 6'2, 240 pounds, thickly built. He has a leverage advantage, and it's just difficult to find that strike zone as a puncher, as an offensive tackle. 
when when a guy is so much shorter than everybody else you're used to going up against. So definitely something to keep watching for Yasir Abdullah. He's looked good so far. Like I said, the defense was really flying around pretty good overall. Uh, they have that Bob Sutton, who's a senior defensive coach for them. Um, think takeaways, T-shirt, and mantra. That is, like I said, their mantra. That is what they believe in. Think takeaways. And I think you saw them looking like they were thinking takeaways a couple times. Didn't quite get to it, but they made some plays where it was like, okay, they're getting close to the football. I thought Andre Cisco just standing in front of me on the sideline. He looked noticeably bigger, and this is a guy who was already incredibly well-built. Uh, he's definitely been in the weight room this offseason. He looks like he is ready for a big-time year three. A couple other notes here. Leonard Taylor was a rookie tight end. Uh, he had a really nice special Willie Mays type grab, you know, over the shoulder and sevens. He's um, up against Dewey Wingard on that rep. Looked really good. And then the final note here, Sammy Reyes, the tight end the Jaguars signed, spent time in Chicago last year, originally signed by the Washington Commanders in 2021, former basketball player on the Columbia national team and at Tulane. The guy is huge. Like you've seen the pictures. I've posted pictures already. He really is just a specimen. And who knows what he'll be able to do, you know, for the Jaguars, if he'll be able to make the team, in all likelihood, probably not. But just watching him out there, you see that as a special type of athlete. You see him and Derek Parrish out there. You see some guys that just look like they are built different. It's kind of fun to see. But again, nothing major today. Uh, No big I words that I saw. You did see what you wanted to see out of Trevor Lawrence and Calvin Ridley. That's the main thing. you got to keep the main thing the main thing. Not too much to report on besides what we've talked about here. Again, we will be back out there next week for the second open voluntary OTA for the Jacksonville Jaguars in 2023. If you have any questions, feel free to hit me up on Twitter. You can also drop a comment in the comment section below. On Twitter, I'm at Jordan DeLugo. You probably already knew that. You can also follow Generation Jaguar at Generation Jag. Please hit that like and subscribe button if you're on your podcast platform of choice. Please subscribe and review. Y'all have a good one, Duval. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.